Oh, hello. You're back. Guess you wanted to find out more about the terribly attractive American commoner. I can't blame you there. Now, where were we? Oh, yes. Adelaide spotted Hayden in the Alpenoa city centre and has decided to build her prince. Now, Lance and Blanche are on the case. In sunglasses at night, they stand at the front door of Hayden's family home. No, don't ring. Knock firmly. Like we mean business. What's the difference? When did you ever see an undercover mission that involved a merry doorbell? Um, can I help you? Hayden Brian McConnell? Yeah? Your presence is required by Her Majesty, the Princess Adelaide Mary Margaret Helen Virginia Prescott. Uh, is this about the Chutney incident? Because I... No, it's... Yes, it is about the Chutney incident. Mm -hmm. Isn't it a little bit late to... This is official royal business. Get in the rules, Mr. McConnell. Lance and Blanche sneak Hayden in through the back entrance as they move stealthily through the palace halls. Where are we going? Never seen this part of the palace. What did we say about questions, Mr. McConnell? Right. Yep. This isn't weird at all. Hayden enters Adelaide's chambers to find her sitting formally on the settee, Lady Marmalade beside her. Whoa. Um, <clears throat> Your Highness? Please, call me Adelaide. Or Addie. Um, no, no, not gonna lie, that feels pretty weird. You'll get used to it. My close friends always do. Close friends? No offense, uh, Your hi Highness, uh, Adelaide. I'm just a little confused here. We only talked at one time, and, and honestly, I thought it was a lot more memorable to me than it uh, would have been for, for you. On the contrary, I found you to be quite striking. Wait, are you, are you hitting on me? I am indeed not hitting on you, but I do have a proposition for you. Quite a significant one. Sometime later, Hayden sits processing... Okay, so let me get this straight. You want me to change my name and marry me because you'll lose your crown if you don't have a husband. Sadly, for the advancement of women everywhere, yes. No offense, why would I do something like that? Your sister Eve is a caterer, is that correct? Yep. And your father is in poor health. Um, yeah. And you have a master's degree in music composition from the University of Colorado. University of Northern Colorado. Go Claws! You paid your way through school performing in a string quartet called the Funktastic Four at local weddings and bar mitzvahs. Yeah, I didn't, I, but I didn't, I didn't name it. And gave up a promising fellowship with the Denver Symphony Orchestra to come to Albano and help look after your father. How do you know all of this? We've done our research, Hayden. We haven't approached you lightly and understand we're asking something monumental of you. We want to offer what we can to make this a mutually beneficial agreement. Romantic. Her Royal Highness would like to cover all medical and personal bills and provide your father with the best care possible. She'd also like to build you a music studio here in the palace and offer you an honorary position with the Royal Symphony. You can compose and play music to your heart's content, and your father will be looked after. And in return, I have to pretend to be someone I'm not and pretend to love someone I don't. No, very well at all. Yes, as will I. You'll be required to fulfill certain commitments, but the press know how private I am, and we're hopeful that with a generous announcement, things will settle down quickly. And you'll only be needed once or twice a month for public appearances. Then, 
After three years of marriage, a quick and efficient divorce may be considered. You already want a divorce? If that's what's agreed upon. I'll be busy running the country and can't imagine it will affect my day-to-day -day life one way or another. What if you fall for me? Beg your pardon? I mean, what if one of us develops, you know, real feelings? Mr. McConnell, this is to be an arrangement, not a romance. Not much into romance? I'm into protecting my country. She doesn't really like her feathers ruffled all that much, does she? Mr. McConnell, if this is a joke for you, please forgive my imposition, but... No, 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 that's no joke. Sorry, it's just, uh... Wow, it's a weird request, you know? Um, can I have a little time to think about it? You may have 48 hours, and you may not speak to anyone outside of your immediate family. Especially not the press. Why would I talk to the press? You must know you could receive a considerable payday for sharing something this salacious. You gotta learn to trust people. My lips are sealed. Hayden sits in the back of the Rolls as he's driven home. They arrive back at his small house, a stark contrast to the palace. Hayden's sister Eve drinks a glass of wine. Hot date? Not exactly. Pop had a rough night. I'm so sorry I wasn't here. Is he okay? For now. Oh, and I quit my job? What? I may have finally told the boss where to stick it, and it wasn't in the oven. <sighs> well, I may have found a new job. Back in the palace, the prime minister talks on his cell phone, feet propped up on his desk. Christmas Eve is less than a month away, Beatrice. There's no husband in sight. She listens to me. I'll just keep gently encouraging her to step aside, and Alpanoa will be yours. His door suddenly opens and the Prime Minister jumps, fully falling off his chair. Oh, 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 Prime Minister, my apologies, sir. I just came into dust. Didn't think anyone was still here. Do you need help? No, 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 no. Just having a little me time. I like to meditate on the floor. I wasn't... On my phone, I mean, talking on it, I was on it, obviously. I was on my meditation app, because I meditate here on the floor. You know, give it a little stretch, a little breath, in, out. Yes, sir. The maid smiles and backs away slowly, shutting his door. Back at the McConnell home, Hayden sits as Eve paces. This is insane. No kidding. But, like... Kind of awesome, right? I mean, it's a lie. But for a good cause, right? I guess. I mean, look, I don't, I don't really understand the politics of this country. The whole thing seems very archaic. Well, we didn't grow up here. It's old-fashioned in a lot of ways. <sighs> I mean, can I do this, Eve? Like for our family? I would never ask you to give up your freedom. To live in a palace sounds... Awful? Okay, what's she like anyway? Tell me everything. I mean, she's okay, I guess. You know, she's kind of uptight, but what do you expect from someone who grew up like that? This isn't what you're meant for, Hayden. You're so talented, it's honestly annoying. And she's offering you a chance to do what you really want to do. But what about you? What do you really want to do? Hayden and Eve stand outside Adelaide's door, 
Eve carries a dish. These are her personal chambers? This is nuts. Lance opens the door. Adelaide, on the phone, waves them in. Yes, Meg, I wholeheartedly agree. What's March like for you and Haz? Is she talking to... I think so. I'm freaking out. Look at her bed. Stop it. Stop. Be cool. I just... I gotta... I just gotta sit on it. It looks so blush. Eve sinks down on Adelaide's bed. Hi. Could you not? Adelaide looks at Hayden and Eve. Well? Oh, uh, we're getting right to it. Okay, uh, well, yes. Uh, yes, I'll do it, but, uh, I, I, I have a request. I, I want my sister to be palace chef. Palace chef? We've been working with catering contracts since we lost our chef when my father passed. He couldn't bear to work for anyone else. I so get that. And you're fine to give up your current position? That's a hard yes, Your Highness. Also, I don't technically have a current position. Could I just pop my head in your closet? Mm-mm, you may not. Be my guest, Eve. Dude. Eve can't help herself and starts to try on a tiara. No touchy. So, palace chef. It's just like hashtag princess goals, am I right? Hey, you remember how I, I, I the thing I said about being cool? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, um, yes, <clears throat> palace chef. And may I just say, I'm usually very normal, and I'm also very good. You won't regret it. Blanche pulls the top off Eve's dish, and steam pours out. Macaroni and cheese. Try it. Lance, Blanche, and Adelaide reluctantly take a bite. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, my. Oh. Sorry. This is the best thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. It's also gluten and dairy-free, if you're into that kind of thing. Lance touches his heart and gives the princess a look. Hayden, Eve, I think we have a deal. Six weeks to Christmas Eve. Now, you didn't think you were going to get through this story without a royal training montage, did you? If you're not finished, cross your fork and knife on your plate. If you are, point the bottom handles of both toward the bottom right. Only use the inside parted grease of the napkin to wipe your face of food. But ideally, simply don't get food on your face. At state dinners, you must speak to the person on your right before the second course comes. Then switch to the person on your left. When Queen Mary is done eating, everyone is done eating. But you never, ever leave the table until she has. If you need to use the restroom, simply say, excuse me. No further explanation is needed. On the palace grounds, Adelaide rides a horse with great skill, as Hayden trots along stiffly beside her. Horse riding is an important tradition in our family. It will be odd if you don't join us. Cool. No problem. I rode at a county fair once, so I got this. Giddy up. Addie rides off into the snow-filled countryside. Hayden starts sliding down the side of the saddle awkwardly. Lance and Blanche trot up together on their horse. Man down! Hayden falls into the snow. Adelaide quickly turns around to go back to him. I'm okay! Back at the palace, a styling team brings an impressive selection of suits and measures Hayden from head to toe. I have to wear this stuff every day. Every day you're seen by the public, yes. But the princess wears sweatpants. Like... A lot. We know. Hayden dances with Blanche in the palace ballroom with Blanche as his partner, Lance instructing them. One, two, three. Two, two, three. Ow! Sorry. 
Oh, I didn't need that toe anyway. On the palace grounds, Lance and Adelaide stand with their guns and shoot with precision. Pheasant? Nah. Nope. Nah, I'm not doing this. It's a favorite palace activity. I'm not shooting birds for no reason. In the drawing room, Blanche introduces a publicist, Diego Rodrigo. Brilliant and more Antonio Banderas than Antonio Banderas. Buenos dias, your royal highnesses. He's the best publicist from here to Madrid and back again. He'll be helping us introduce your engagement to the public. Won't it be exciting to let the world in on your romance? Adelaide and Hayden take the hint, and he scoots closer to her, awkwardly putting a hand on her knee. Very. We're just so in love, we, we can't wait to let the world know. Publicity is an art form, and I am an artist. We will present this stunning couple to your beautiful country with grace, a bloom, and most of all, devastating romance. Easy. Because this romance is romantic. <laughs> and who is this perfect creature? This is Lady Marmalade. Oh, she's so sweet. She makes me miss my third child, Ferdinand. He's been in quarantine since I left Madrid three weeks ago. Seems he might have some kind of infection. Oh, my heart aches every moment. I'm so sorry. I can't imagine. She's the world to me. Hayden looks at Adelaide a bit more warmly than he has before, and Blanche catches Lance smiling on fondly at Diego. Four weeks to Christmas Eve. Hayden dances with Blanche. He's getting better. Three, two, three, yes! Here we go. I'm not bad, huh? Not bad at all! Okay, hey, let me try a dip. <laughs> Hayden puts his hand out to Adelaide, who's busy reviewing memos. Take a chance? I don't think. Come on, it'll be fun. She reluctantly gets up. He takes her right hand and slides the other one around her waist. They start to dance quickly, then slower. Hayden pulls her in, closer. All right, I think you've got the hang of it. Hayden stands in front of the pheasant hunt, arms crossed. It's tradition. And it's fun. It's not my idea of fun. Fine, what is your idea of fun? Out of nowhere, Hayden hurls a snowball straight for her. I won't dignify that with a response. Suddenly, a snowball hits Hayden in the face from the side. I will! Hayden smiles and leans down to start making more snowballs. Blanche and Lance join in, laughing. Adelaide finally joins in and hits Hayden right in the face. She starts to make another snowball, but he runs straight at her and playfully tackles her into the snow. Now you're mine. She pushes the snowball into his scruffy hair. His face is just inches from hers. He looks into her eyes and she into his. <laughs> all right, that's all for today. Diego leads Adelaide and Hayden in a mock press conference. Your Majesty, how did you meet your prince? We were both volunteering abroad and someone introduced us. A friend introduced you. More personalization. Uh, your Majesty. Ah, uh, right. Uh, a friend introduced us, someone who knows us both well and thought we'd have a few things in common. They were wrong. Um, wait! Please, continue. Well, we didn't have a few things in common. We had everything 
in common, from our values to music to our love of rescue dogs. But of course, we didn't we didn't know it right away. We argued like crazy um, at first, and until we realized how drawn to each other we really were. Oh, yes! <laughs> I love it. Playful and relatable, and charming and real. Adelaide, add to it. Go. Oh, um, right. Yes, we uh, disagreed, and then we agreed, and quite liked each other. Okay, uh, let's simplify things. What was the first thing you noticed about Hayden? His eyes. He has kind and soulful eyes. Hayden looks to Adelaide, surprised. Yes! That's it! Adelaide Blanche and Lady Marmalade sit expectantly as Lance emerges from a dressing room. May I present Hayden William Windermere III? Hayden's hair is cut and styled neatly. His face is clean-shaven. He's hardly recognizable and the strapping, handsome picture of royal perfection. Holy Lord above. Mm, my masterpiece. Uh, yes. That was you. Well done indeed, Lance. Thank you, Princess. That'll be all for today, everyone. Thank you. Lance and Blanche go, but Hayden stays. I know this has been a demanding couple of weeks. I've got meetings all day tomorrow and then an engagement on Saturday, so feel free to enjoy a long weekend off. What kind of engagement? Oh, just a thing I do in the countryside with the dogs. Can I come? Well, I thought you'd want a break from me and all of this. Why would I want a break from you? Dawn breaks over the mountains. Hayden and Adelaide walk side by side through the forest. Truffle hunting, huh? The dogs guide us to the truffles and we dig them up. You think it's silly? No, no, not at all. I'll take this over shooting anything, any day. You're not like most men, I know. Yeah? Do you know a lot of men? I'm, <laughs> uh, I mean, do you, do, you, like, do you have a lot of friends... Man, man friends. Lance is my best friend. No, Lance works for you. It's not like that. We met at university. He was the only one who seemed interested in really knowing me, not just assuming things. Must be lonely sometimes. With your parents gone now, especially. Now, I'm always surrounded by people. I'm hardly ever alone. I didn't say alone. I said lonely. This was always my favorite time of the year with my parents. It was a mad dash with all our duties and engagements, but then we'd escape to the mountain chalet on Christmas Eve and listen to Tchaikovsky and read Dickens. They'd read it out aloud and do all the voices. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> oh, they, they sound pretty cool. They are. Were. Are you angry with them? For not telling you about the whole husband thing? Of course I'm not angry with them. They're gone. Why would you say that? I don't know. I just... I just don't know how I would feel if my parents kept this big secret from me. They thought they'd be around a lot longer. 
and probably thought I'd eventually fall in love and get married like a normal girl. Well, you are not a normal girl. You don't have to remind me. My parents had this really epic romance, you know? Love at first sight, all that stuff. They were so constant, so unwavering in their devotion to each other. At least from what I could see. The whole love part of life was easy for them, so I think they just assumed it would be easy for me. But, I don't know. I think I'm just wired differently. Just makes more sense for me to go it alone. Well, sure. I mean, no doubt you can do it alone, but... Who knows? Maybe one day you'll find someone to, you know, just take a little bit of the burden. Oh, I don't see it as a burden. I've been given an incredible privilege to care for and lead my country. Mm. See, they've been feeding you that line since you were a kid, huh? You think you know a lot, don't you? Mm, no, not really. I don't think I know much of anything, actually. <laughs> That's right, good girl. Come on, you don't you don't ever want to be just like a regular, not a princess? Why would I want that? I don't know. Isn't that like the princess cliche? She's got it all, but she just wants to be like everybody else. I suppose. I had my moments, like any other rebellious teenager. At one point, I decided I wanted to be a ballet dancer. Ballet? Very rebellious. Well, when your future is decided for you, anything that could take you off track is a hard no. Okay, so... Okay, just humor me. Alternate reality. You're not a princess. You become a professional ballet dancer, and... Join the New York City Ballet. Live in a studio apartment all by myself in the West Village. Stroll down to my corner bakery and eat a big, fat, buttery croissant every morning. Then dance all day and read all night and have hours of every day when no one talks to me. So you haven't put much thought into this, then? <laughs> <laughs> you still like to dance? Do you ever, like, you know, let loose on the dance floor? Not in a very long time. Big snow coming in tonight. We should probably get back. Eve prepares dinner in the palace kitchen. Hayden enters with a bowl of truffles. No way. All for you. I didn't think this could get any better, yet somehow it just did. <laughs> so you having a good time? Are you kidding? Watch this. Garlic, minced. Stat. Right away, chef. Not only do they do whatever I say, I have total creative freedom. Adelaide may be princess, but I'm queen of this kitchen, baby! Uh, anything else, chef? I'm thinking truffle risotto with seared scallops, but let's go crazy and add a little spice. Ah, c'est formidable. What about you, baby bro? How's the uptight princess? They don't call her that. Whoa, sorry. Didn't you call her that? Well, she, yeah, but she's, she's different than I, uh... Than I thought she'd be, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. Relax. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm just I'm you know, I'm just saying she's uh she's okay. 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 Snow falls heavily outside Adelaide's window. Blanche! There's something wrong with Lady Marmalade. The dog lays lethargically on her side. 
Maybe she got into something. Um, when we were truffle hunting, I, d I don't know, I was distracted. C come on, sit up, girl. She doesn't move. I'll get the vet straight away. It's a blizzard, Blanche. The, the roads aren't safe right now. Right, right. Not to worry. BRB. Blanche runs out, leaving the door open. Hayden peeks in. Sorry, I was just passing and, and heard you yell. Is everything okay? Yes, fine. Everything's fine. I think she's sick. Oh, no. Okay, no. It's... It's okay. Dogs get sick sometimes. She doesn't. She doesn't. She never... She's never been sick before. Hayden gets on the floor next to Lady Marmalade and softly runs his hand along her belly. Hey, what is a girl? I can't. She's... She's all I... I know. I know. I called the vet. She'll get her first thing in the morning. She said to keep her hydrated in the meantime. She won't drink. I've tried. Hayden gets up and wets a cloth from the bathroom. He holds it out to Lady Marmalade, but nothing. They both give her gentle rubs. It's late. You don't have to stay. I'm staying. He looks at Adelaide and puts his hand on hers. End of part two.